0: What
1: to another episode of The Cellcast, the animated series. Joining me today is a man who uh, really wishes you wouldn't set off that uh, Genesis device. Welcome, Jacob.
2: Yeah, because we all know what happened last time.
1: (laughs) Also, to quote Plankton from an episode of Spongebob Squarepants, coin-operated self-destruct. Not one of my better ideas.
2: (laughs) Why, thank you. Let me introduce our co-host, a man who uh just had to hijack a starship welcome true
1: <laughs> but what would an ex-convict need with a starship <laughs> wait that's, that's next season i'm sorry yeah today we are finishing up season four with episode 10 of star trek lower decks this episode being called old friends and new, new planets, planets. Wow. you're not kidding <laughs> This episode was directed by Bob Suarez and written by May Darman. In this episode, Mariner finds herself as the hoped-for ally of the disgraced Nick Lorcano, now a megalomaniacal insurrectionist armed with a rebel fleet and a destructively planet-reforming genesis device. <laughs> cast for this episode. Oh and yes, gosh, this the is the season finale, so we get everything. Mm-hmm. Tawny Newsom as Lieutenant Junior Grade Beckett Mariner. Jack Quaid as Lieutenant Junior Grade, Brad Boimler. Noelle Wells as the Mistress of the Winter Constellations, a.k.a. Lieutenant Junior Grade, Devon Attendee. <laughs> Eugene Cordero as Lieutenant Junior Grade, Samantha Rutherford. Gabriel Ruiz as Provisional Lieutenant Junior Grade, Talin, Don Lewis as Captain Carol Freeman. Jerry O'Connell as Commander Jack Ransom. Fred Tatasciore as both Lieutenant Shax and Admiral Vassary, Gillian Vigman as Dr. Taana, Phil Lamar as Admiral, Admiral Alonzo Freeman, Jessica McKenna as Ensign Barnes, Paul Shear as Chief Engineer, and Erythio Billups. Carl Tart as Lieutenant Junior grade Kayshawn. Paul F. Tompkins as Dr. Meglimo. Erica Winter as De Erica Tendi, yes. Nolan North, Carrie Walgren as additional voices. Though, considering uh, one of them, I suspect we actually know who it is. It just isn't confirmed yet. Mm. Special guest stars for this episode I Wonder Who? Will Wheaton as, at this point, Cadet Wesley Crusher. Sure. Robert Duncan McNeil as, at least in the flashback, Cadet and later criminal Nick Lorcano. Mm. And Shannon Phil. Reprising her role as cadet Sito Jaxa. She hasn't acted in 10 years. <laughs> she didn't get much to do here, unfortunately. Yes, Shannon Phil reprises her role as Sito Jaxa for the first time since the next generation episode Lower Decks. Yeah, I got into the trivia. I, ironically. Will Wheaton reprises his role as Wesley Crusher. His last he last portrayed this role in the Picard episode Farewell, which was the season two finale. Really? Yes. Rutherford and Boimler argue about Lorcano's resemblance oh, to Lieutenant yes. Tom Paris. McNeil previously played Lorcano in TNG The First Duty and Paris in both Star Trek Voyager oh, and see. the Lower Decks episode. We'll always have Tom Paris. I absolutely love that scene. It's like, wait, he looks like so and so. It's like, no, yeah, I don't,
2: don't see the I don't see it. It's like, no, he actually looks like him. It's like, is he a twin? It's like, no, he doesn't have a twin. It's like, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, Like you explaining that and then watching stuff on YouTube, it's just like, oh my gosh, you're not
1: kidding. (laughs) I was like, okay, cool. In the flashback scene of Nova Squadron, the previously unseen Joshua Albert is shown for the first time, Mm -hmm. while Gene Hajar is seen only briefly and without any lines. Yeah. My suspicion is that Nolan North actually voiced Joshua Albert. Okay. But I do not we do not know this yet for certain. Mm. Mariners' attempts to evade Lorcano's forces by entering an ion storm alludes to the climatic oh, battle yes. in the Mutara Nebula yes! at, <laughs> at the end of Star Trek II The Khan. Um, Music from the film accompanies several shots in this sequence, uh-huh. and the detonation of the Genesis device produces the same visual effect in both cases. Yes! <laughs> the, the, the explosion of the
2: Genesis yeah. device. You need two plots of Molotnium. I was like, what?! <laughs>
1: Coin-operated self-destruct. Not one of my better ideas. Oh, yes. I never thought I would reference SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> reviewing Star Trek. Lorcano's last words, stupid Feren, mirrors Keevan's last words, I hate Ferengi, in the Deep Space Nine episode, The Magnificent Ferengi. This is the first Lower Decks season finale in which the USS Cerritos is not shown to suffer significant damage. Yes. <laughs> I was like, the
2: poor Cerritos. Oh, poor
1: Cerritos. <laughs> it just keeps getting
2: reboots. But, but, but,
1: like, Boiler is the acting captain, which <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> well, if you gotta, that kind, I'm, I, I follow Yeah, and oh, and that's the other thing. We actually got to see the captain's yacht. We did use this episode, which that is one of the most we've only seen the captain's yacht in any Star Trek thing. One other episode, one other time. Yeah, in the movie Star Trek: Insurrection, the second worst Star Trek (laughs) film. So yeah, this was a fun episode. This was. I, I don't entirely love it. I think the last episode was better. And this really feels like it was a bit rushed. <laughs> like they expected this to be a longer episode and they had Maybe. to cut it down a little. Well, I, was, I can see this why. such a fun episode. It is so good.
2: It's so good. Yeah. because There again, you get this scene where uh, Captain Freeman be like, they're, they're told to be like, hey, you can't do anything. Don't do this. Be like, it's against Star Trek re- regulation. Star Trek regulations. Yeah. Don't be like, we're not going to don't start anything. You can't do anything. And then it it uh they're gonna be like, I've seen the films, so I know the scene where Freeman, it's like, hey, be like, hey, I'm about to violate an order. Be like, if you don't want to, if you don't want to be a part of this, you know, speak up now. And everyone's like, Nope, we're ready to go. Saddle up, lock and load. load.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Data.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or 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 to quote Data, I think it's from this film. It's like, uh, uh, what was it to uh quote data? It was like uh the hell with regulation, <laughs> or is that a
1: wrong wrong film? Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country. Yes. and Spock says after they have been, uh, no, you you're, you're there is a data one where he says to hell with our orders. Yeah, yeah. I it. think the better one is yeah. Star, is in Star Trek Six when they have ordered uh the Enterprise back to space dock for decommissioning. Yeah, and Spock says, I believe the correct affectation <laughs> at this time to say is, go to, to hell. hell. <laughs> yes
2: oh my gosh (laughs) but i I, like this episode is really good because there again you have um mariner obviously in the previous episode he gets beamed aboard this mysterious ship and it's like oh it's this dude i'd be like i I met years
1: ago it's like oh you're the one we actually missed we we kind of brought this up i'm bringing it up now because it fits trust me we mentioned that the criminal planet last episode was very tatooine ish Yes, we both missed the fact that the uh, where where the, the the station they went to where it was sending up the signal. Yeah, 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 it's very indoor. Yes, it is. And then his ship oh, is very yes. Star Wars. Yes, it is. In minimalism. Yes, and I we both missed that. And it's like yeah. okay, I just wanted to touch on this. Like, how do yeah. we miss all these Star Wars references?
2: Yeah, that's true. So you kind of you know kind of it.
1: The the episode starts with like Perusing on Star Trek. Yes. And that's, that's another so good. That's another little thing I need to yeah. bring up because I geeked out just in the last time on Star Trek, lower deck, seconds. Yeah. Because in the twenty-fourth century shows, aka Next Generation, mm-hmm. Deep Space Nine, and Voyager. Yeah, because they were not telling um serialized stories. Yes. Anytime they had a two-parter, it always started with. Previously on Star Trek: Trek. Well, like, The Next this Generation, of course, being voiced by Major Barrett mm-hmm. in her computer using the computer voice. Yeah, and it always finished with "and now the conclusion. the conclusion." And so I watched this, and they actually do the. And it's not her. Yeah, admittedly, so they could have just copied it, and just not said "lower decks," just said "last time on Star Trek," and I would have been happy. <laughs> but you get to the end, and the guy, and the guy, and the narrator says, "And now the conclusion." I thought, "We're back in the twenty fourth century, baby." <laughs> It was that weird little, and now the it's the only show I've ever heard use that phrase. Yeah, just because usually every other show it's like it gets to the end of that and it just goes right into the episode. Star Trek's the only one I know that ends it with "and now the conclusion." Yeah, but you know it's finishing this episode. Yeah, we're not gonna drag this out, and that's what happened here. And I heard that with. <laughs>
2: oh my gosh but this episode was so well done it's like uh mariner it's like okay yeah i'm gonna play along play along and then he does this massive broadcast across all the sectors
1: right and you're sitting there going <coughs> what is she gonna say yeah it's mariner she's <laughs> she, it's mariner she has been a little tipsy and this is playing a right little? her thing <laughs> yeah and granted season three she went with this kind of thing with uh the the, the archaeologist. Yes, and now and she had to you know do her thing to get back, and she comes in there and says, Yeah, I have something to say. This guy is an idiot, don't listen to what he says, it's crazy. And <laughs> runs up with the genesis of, device. I'm getting out of here, here with the genesis the device. device. <laughs> You're gonna be my first officer, little buddy, little GD. Oh, she, oh my gosh, that was hilarious,
2: and like he, like she she steals a starfleet ship with her mother's
1: code yes <laughs> it's like does it take, can, can i say that a that does not make sense that every starship would have that, that thing in there and at the same time listen going they've done this on star trek before i'll let it go <laughs> and what uh, what was it the, the the type of ship which is it's uh oh crap it, it's it's a kit bash uh, model. It's designed. It was just put together in a hurry for for a movie or a TV show. I don't remember. It was.
2: One. Uh, hold on. It was Star Trek. Um, it's one where they go back in time.
1: That narrows it down. Gen- so uh, much. <laughs> First contact. First contact. That's it. it. I think. Yeah, is one of the ones from that movie. Yes, I believe. so. It's not the Akira class. I don't think so. No, because the Akira, Akira class looks like uh, Enterprise and x one. Okay. Uh, It's one of the other two that were designed. It was the last models, uh, last three dimensional mo- uh, physical models made for Star Trek. Fair. One of the last ones, but it is gotcha. it's still a kit bash design. Uh, but yeah, they use that one. It didn't say the name of it, or at least if it did, I couldn't get a good enough shot of it to find out what, it, yeah. what the name of the ship was. But it, it is a small enough one. It makes sense that she would be able to pilot it by herself without. Yeah chief engineer montgomery scott putting in an automation system in it that a cadet and three monkeys could handle her (laughs) like like in star trek 3 the search for spock yes it's scotty you can do anything and including
2: destroy a transwarp drive
1: (laughs) hey the easier it is it's easy to destroy it's harder to create (laughs) true but yeah this is a fun episode i i I loved, like you said, the bit with them commenting on Larkano looking like Tom Paris. The whole thing with uh, how Tendi gets get, gets her to give them the destroyer, even oh, though it's geez. broke down and can't move, so they have to tow it. Yes. and even then, she still has to. Oh yeah, that that was that, a... that's that's what's interesting going into the end of this is Tendi leaves the sh- the the Cerritos at the end of this. And she looks longingly back on the Cerritos, and then she kind of morphs into what I'm assuming is her mistress persona. I, I, I would, oh, she's yeah. got that evil, I am the pirate queen kind of look about.
2: Well, I, I would say you can go further with that. I think it was more when, when you get this, be like, okay, uh, uh, Captain. Beckett, Cap- it's not uh, Beckett or uh, Freeman Freeman, Captain Freeman, Captain Freeman is like, she's unlocked the pad and then Tindy gump bumps up, be like, Hey, be like, if I return be like, and you're going to give us a ship. And it's just like, okay, she's giving herself up to, in order to you make this yeah. mission successful. And I'm like, wow. Okay. That's awesome. And going back to what you were saying, but like, she's looking back as the Serena is leaving you know, like she kind of composed herself, okay, I can do this. And she has this confidence now. But she
1: kind of morphs into not just the Tendy we normally see when she's yeah. confident. This was almost it's evil. A gear, it's a gear it, shift. it was almost like if, if you didn't know Tendy better, you think she would have just turned on everybody. Mm-hmm. Like she's been playing them for fools this whole time. Except I looked at that and said, no, she's getting into the persona she has to be in to be the mistress of the winter constellations because that's basically what she's going to be to this Orion crew. She's not going to be science officer Devon attendee. She's the mistress of the winter constellations. There is a reason every time she shows up and Orion's are there, they are scared of her. Mm -hmm. There is a reason for that. And I think we might see more of that in this next season. Yeah. Whenever that comes out. That is true. Because we don't know when that's going to
2: happen yet. True. Yeah. Uh, Like overall, this episode was amazing. Be like there again, it's dipping, deep, you know, dipping into the lore of Star mm -hmm. Trek. Which a lot of it's like okay I didn't understand that but it was still very well done. Uh, I Think you, you got most of. it. I got I mean, most of it because it plays a lot more onto Wrath of Khan. Yeah, and,
1: and you've seen Wrath of Khan a,
2: a ton of times. Yeah. Saw it in theaters with you. Um, so this this was an amazing episode. It was be like you get a a, a um oh what is what are these characters um the 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 bootleg uh, Genesis device. Ferengi? Ferengi. Yeah, the the Ferengi part where you're like he's like, aha, I got it. Be like um insert two things of platinum. Like,
1: wait, what? Boom. Yeah. <laughs> platinum, not platinum. Yeah. Platinum. Latinum.
2: Yeah, platinum. But uh, it was great. It was the and then be like Tindy send off and like the like the I, I, lo- I love it where they kind of they play into that attending rutherford are they're they're not in a relationship but they're just really really good friends and they're that, in a relationship. they're in a relationship but he, that 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 one scene he's where gonna be
1: king of the winter constellations uh, probably by the end of the series but the 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 point where
2: they're like oh yeah it's gonna be great be like and uh rutherford it's like yeah we're gonna do this and the last time we see him he kind of ducks his head like he's defeated yeah. and it, like it's it's so obvious that it's like yeah, these two characters are going to be with each other at some point, but it was like it was such a great little nod to the audience. It's like yeah, Rutherford's not taking this well, and uh, I, I wonder what Rutherford's gonna do. And then you you have this this amazing arc of Mariner because they're gonna be like from season one, be like I was never really the biggest fan of Mariner, mm-hmm. but now that I understand why she's doing all of this be like into because they're you nailed it like season one i think
1: yeah season one season I two i called this that i called this by the end of season one i think yeah i don't think did. i had it first couple episodes yeah but when i under finally after we had seen how she was yeah and i'd kind of gotten an idea as to what this character was i kind of knew okay she's she she's a true believer who's had to be who's been disillusioned because of the dominion war yeah it's the only thing it could be yeah so why she's like this right because she's got enough of that federation in her. But when they finally said this is what it is last episode, and then we get to see her pre-jaded at the beginning of this. Yeah, exactly. In that flashback scene, I was like, oh wow, she's
2: she's a boomer." She's
1: adorable yeah. in that scene.
2: Yeah, she's she, like she she's a boomer. Like you said, she's very adorable, very like bouncy, and like, oh my gosh, I love sore And then you flash forward
1: and you have this very jaded. Mariner, because Who's, she's had to live through the Dominion War on the ship and see the dark side of how starships have had to be run mm-hmm. in during a wartime, yeah, on, from for an organization that because you have to remember Starfleet, mm-hmm. while it is military, yes, it's not their primary mission. Their primary mission is to explore strange new worlds, seek yes. out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before, yes. no one has gone before. Either way, uh, that's the mission of Starfleet, yes. But for a time, they had to put that mission to the side mm-hmm. to protect the Federation because it the Starfleet is the closest thing it has to a military. Yeah, agreed. And that's that that's what she did not want, and she had to go through yeah. that. And I, I I'm I'm surprised she's as nice to the Cardassians as she is, to be yeah. honest. More than likely, she could easily run across the Cardassian that tortured Sito. Yeah, she's got to wonder every time she sees one: is this the guy? Yeah, or is this the woman? Yeah, because I I kept thinking
2: that well, coming up to this episode that Meredith is going to lose her crap and murder somebody, and it's going to wind up being this very interesting intrigue. But they didn't do that.
1: Well, they had but, to, uh, they had to keep her clean up to this point. Now the question is going to be going into season five. Yeah. She's had character growth now. She's yeah. not where they've played her the last four seasons. Yet. Yeah, she is still going to be a little, you know, little rebellious. A little rebellious. Mm-hmm. She's still going to be the mariner we know, but yeah, she's going to be less danger happy. Well, I, 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 word? I think it's but more. It's all four of the characters have had. Yeah, this, I would. This I would agree. Of uh, character growth, I would but, agree. But from a TV show writing perspective, we are at that point where it's like. This could either they could either move on to a different motivation for Mm -hmm. her, or they could be going over the same material despite the fact she already has learned from that. And that's what I'm curious of how next season will go. Is like, are we gonna move forward and have her come to realize she actually does want to be higher in the fed in in Starfleet? Is she gonna start getting ambitious again? Yeah. Or is she going to do some, or is she gonna still be having still be fighting uh these feelings even though she pretty much worked through those last episodes yeah that's what i'm curious of. and granted, you never completely get over these things true but she should be at a point now where she should be wanting to further her career wanting to mm-hmm. actually get in a position maybe even get off a low rent uh Ship like the Cerritos yeah, and get to an exploratory vessel she should have been the one to want to get to the Titan especially Fair. since she was friends with Riker yeah and I get why Boimler really is the one that went there and get I, I really want at some point after I'm assuming Tende rejoins this group that these five end up getting their own ship I don't want it to be the Enterprise Okay. we already know what happens with the other well there's one ship we don't one Enterprise we don't actually know who the main command crew is okay Uh, that comes in that would come in after this because some point, the E is getting destroyed. Yeah. And Worf was in command at the time. We know this. We know that. Yes. (laughs) And there was a ship that was in between that and uh, the end of Picard season three, Mm because we saw that enterprise for a hot minute, but we don't know anything about its adventures. So, but at the same time, I don't want them on the enterprise. I want them on another ship where they can just go and do it and have fun. I don't, I want, I want to see them move forward. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's the good part about this is I actually am curious of how these characters are going to be moving forward. And yeah. this season did such a good job of bringing, even though it was all still you know individual episodes, they kept the whole thing connected. It wasn't fully serialized, mm-hmm. but it yeah. was still there were there were nice callbacks throughout the whole season. Yeah, so yeah, I am looking forward to season five whenever <laughs> that comes becomes available. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. am the, the same boat. I'm curious where they're going to take our characters. Uh, we're curious where you know what they're what they're going to do with Tindy, what they're going to do with Rutherford, what are they going to do with Mariner, what are they going to do with Uh, Boimler. and uh, I'm I'm curious if they're going to because obviously Boimler is kind of slated to be a captain at some point. I think.
1: It's been hinted that that's where he's going. That's why it was so cool to see him as acting captain of the ship yeah. in this
2: episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the the cool I think one of the coolest part when well, you talk about the uh, the captain's yacht of where they take this massive piece of junk and literally just ram it into this. And talk bear. about I
1: had another Star Wars flashbacks, like uh uh-huh. superstar destroyer crashing into the death into the Death Star, Star. too. That's yes. what that reminded me of. Yes. Y'all really are pulling the Star Wars here, and I mm-hmm. don't hate that you're doing it. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it was, oh my gosh, it was so well done. And because uh, I kept thinking, it was like, where's, where's Captain Freeman? Where's this Wing team? I'm like, do not tell me they sacrificed to get this thing over there. But nope, they just pulled around in the yacht. I was like, wow, that was really good. It was an amazing episode. Mm-hmm. And I, I am generally curious now what they're going to do. Uh, is is uh why i um, like i always say is mariner going to grow from this experience is she going to be a a a, uh, a more um uh, experienced character from her growth in this mm-hmm. or is she going to convert back into her uh, pre-learning stage from season four and to be this wild zini character who just does everything well, impulsively I'm hoping the I'm hoping it, the former.
1: I, I, I'm agreeing with you there. I'm hoping that's way. And admittedly, we don't really know how the writing is going to change for her yeah. going forward. But it does feel like with this season, since they did promote every character, yeah. in Lieutenant Junior Grade, so they're not really full lower Deckers anymore. Yeah. Uh, and it, and that is what she actually had to deal with. Is like she got yeah exactly. A, I a love that emotion. She didn't want yeah. And ransom is not backing down. Yeah she he's not going to demote her just because she's being difficult. And that's what she has had to put up with this season. Mm -hmm. And that's what got her over the edge. So it's like, if that's what we've dealt with this whole season that she can't go back. Yeah. Not with that feeling like we've gutted the character. So,
2: yeah. And also I I would think it'd be, you know, there again, you're dealing with character growth. You're dealing with story development. Mm -hmm. If they were to simply, Oh, we're going to make it like what season three was, or the very beginning of season four was, uh, if they did that, they would do the service to our characters, our yeah. story, of all the character development growth we've had. Definitely, like, see episode nine of this season was oh, just yes. emotional gut punch. Uh, because uh, there again, I'm hoping they like we go forward and we have this much different ca- characters that who have grown through this experience. Uh, definitely Mariner. So, I, I could see Mariner possibly, you know, becoming like. Something other because mm-hmm. that the like just booyah episode, yeah, uh, of nine and then you get 10. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to whenever it's going to happen. Um, hopefully, preferably, the strikes are you know get done really fast where we can have more stuff come out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm, um, the th- <laughs> th- this season this season has made me more excited about Star Trek than I've ever been with Star Trek and uh, it's 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 been it's been a nice journey and thank you for introducing and you know telling Mm -hmm. me like like oh we're gonna watch this and from episode one to like oh my gosh this is based off this and the guy who wrote this is a part of this I'm like and now we're in season four at the end of season the the end of season four and I'm like wow this is really good and now
1: you understand why i like star trek yes i do <laughs> i do, do. and, and great i think you understood it before because you'd seen the movies but the yes. movies are different yes the than the show different. is yes I, and that's always been my issue with the movies is like they're not really a good representation of what star trek is supposed to be yeah but uh they are part of it because mm-hmm. it does do that sort of thing and i do love the movies too yes but yeah uh, did you get? Uh, I'll let you borrow those two Blu-rays. Yeah, uh, I never got a chance. Yeah, you know. you've been busy. I get it. Yeah, uh, I am curious what you think when you watch those two episodes. I'm not okay. saying we need one should review it for the show, but yeah, I am curious. Okay, because I did rewatch those two episodes. I got gotcha. you in the last week because I was like, well, I said you should, so I did. And I remember thinking, wow, they don't write the show, TV like this anymore. No, they really don't. No, it's that good
2: yeah Uh, so yeah yeah because they're gonna be like you look at it like you take those seasons they were like 24 30 episodes 24 episodes 24 episodes
1: star trek the next generation is seven seasons of 24 episodes a piece yeah it's long yeah but every one of those episodes even when they're bad Mm -hmm. you don't regret watching the episode yeah yeah you do have to deal with episodes such as Wesley Crusher is going to get executed because he tripped and stepped on a flower. <laughs> Good night. That episode exists. Yes. Uh, uh, or uh, yeah. Or Doctor Crusher falling in love with the ghost of a dead Irishman. Wow. On another planet that her mother was also in love with. Okay, then As I said, like I said, there's bad episodes. Yeah. But you also get stuff like Lower Decks and the First Duty mm-hmm. and Best of Both Worlds hmm but yeah yeah so yeah looking forward to
2: season five whenever that comes out and uh we might want to f- maybe maybe find a filler
1: until then i don't know we i don't know if we uh, we'll, we'll talk about it yeah in, in my mind it's like we would take a break for the for the secondary tas yeah if and because the main reason we we're doing it like this is because it's you know we wanted to do it as the episodes were coming out yeah uh, even though I got behind in releasing, but that's fine. Yeah, it happens. Um, we'll talk about it. I, I know at some point, whether it's on this TAS or the one during the segment on the show, mm-hmm. I do want to go over uh, the original animated series. Okay. Because it's only like 28 episodes total. Yeah. It's not that long. Uh,
2: so but two, if, se- two seasons of Lower Decks,
1: <laughs> basically. Uh, and it's they're just half hour and they're... Some of them are goofy because it's the animated series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a Saturday morning cartoon made by the makers of He-Man. Mm-hmm. The fact that there's actually some good stories in there is like, I'm not saying He-Man was bad. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, But the fact that there's actually some like adult stories in this is amazing. It's like I do want to do that at some point. Yeah. But uh, we also don't know how the future is going to uh, work out with mm-hmm. changes in both of our lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're getting married in six months. Uh, eight months right now. I rounded. <laughs> you rounded. <laughs> I was thinking it's end of the year. Yeah. Six months. Six months. Yeah. Yeah, eight months technically. But either way. Yeah. Uh, and who knows how much? Uh, I-, I know she'll she'll be fine with you recording and oh yeah and reviewing. Movies and at least the TV show. I don't, additional t- cartoons. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, t- we'll, <laughs> we'll, see, we'll, 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 we'll definitely what, discuss it. We'll yeah. see what Ashley puts up with. Yeah. Uh, cause you, you will have to take that into account. Yes. But I, I think that's going to be it yeah. for for this episode. Thank you guys for joining us yes, on this. Yes. Thank you. Lower Decks has been one of my favorite experiences that we've done with mm-hmm. the with, with show. And I'm happy to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah we may have to do something else but we will see yeah in the meantime this has been Drew. this is jacob and we'll catch you in the next
0: frame you can follow jacob on his facebook at jacob b heron his facebook page jacob's daily art corner where he tries to draw each and every day his instagram at jacob b heron his twitter at jacob heron and his letterbox to jacob heron you can find drew on facebook at drew dodgen His Facebook page, Drew's photo bin to see his photography. His letterbox page at GGeorge759. His Twitter at GGeorge759. And Instagram at Drew Dodgen. You can like us on Facebook at The Cellcast Podcast. On Twitch at The Cellcast Gaming. On YouTube at Cellcast. On Twitter at Cast underscore Cell. The Cellcast can be found at Apple Podcasts. Google Play Podcasts. Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else fine podcasts are downloaded from. Please rate and review us where you found us and also on Podchaser. Email us at the Cellcast Podcast at gmail.com. The Cellcast is a proud member of both the Pop Americana and Culture Box media networks. For more information, please see the link in the description. Our theme song is Drop and Roll by Silent Partner. And remember, that's Cell with a single L.